Ever since Roswell, New Mexico, 1947, people have been talking about UFO disclosure. With hundreds of unexplained UFO encounters in Project Blue Book, countless eyewitness testimonies by high-ranking military officers, and hundreds of cases of abductions, how come in 2017 we have yet to see any real disclosure? In 2001, Dr. Stephen Greer gathered a group of highly respected professionals together to tell their encounters with UFOs. It was called the Disclosure Project and was broadcast by the National Press Club. With so many high-ranking members of the military and private sector giving accounts of unexplainable events, and at the very peak of the crop circle phenomenon, it seemed like disclosure was imminent. However, shortly after, the events of 9-11 unfolded, and with it, a media blackout on the UFO phenomenon. But Dr. Stephen Greer didn't stop. His documentary, Sirius, which aired in 2013, was widely viewed, highly criticized, and controversial with his claims of finding a real extraterrestrial specimen. And now, in 2017, we have his newest documentary, Unacknowledged, which expands onto the claims made in Sirius and presents a host of new material. The film is packed with testimonies of eyewitnesses, government insiders who claim ET knowledge, and videos, although grainy, show UFOs. But is the lack of hard evidence, such as alien craft or HD video, enough reason to dismiss the claims entirely? Or is the amount of circumstantial evidence presented by highly respectable people just too great to ignore? Welcome to Ancient Aliens, Case File 55. What? what? Was it 55? Was it 55? Ancient oh, Aliens. Ancient off. Aliens? Ancient Aliens? What did I say? You said, you ancient, said ancient Aliens. aliens. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting sued. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, God. Ancient Alien Theorists. I didn't say the whole thing. Fuck, you you fuck still didn't say it right. No this, is why, this is why I don't do it. This is why There's I don't no do ancient. it. <laughs> you fucking panicked. Ah... Uh... I wasn't and thinking. This, you just said go. This I was is, like, this is not this getting is, edited out. No. Hell no. This is yeah. the end. He does that all out. the time. He's such a prick. My <laughs> only friend. The end. <laughs> well, um, welcome back, Dan. Yeah. 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 Back to you his know, first Dan, regular case file in a while. Oh, can yeah. we like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyways, I guess I'll go. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing. That's modern day alien <laughs> theorizing. Okay, uh, I'm Brayden. I'm Zell. Are, and, and well, are, are you gun shy now, Dan? Are you worried? Are you are you scared to say I already introduced myself. <laughs> okay, say I'm Dan. Oh, brutal. Say I'm Dan. And, mm. and Andrew's here too. What a good start today, guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know. I used to go last. I was waiting. Andrew I always yeah, waits. Yeah, I know. Andrew's I just, waiting to say something like, "I am disappointed." <laughs> no, I was, I was I was going towards I feel like a bag of smashed assholes because I do. Okay, well here it is. We're case fall fifty five, no fifty six. Yeah, we're fifty six. So you fucked up. I too? fucked it up. Oh my god! I told Dan it was fifty five. Uh, Fuck! You get this abort. Oh, going downhill. Okay, wait, Ryan wait. fucked it up. Yeah. Zelly fucked it up. Re-record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always leave it in, boys. Don't you worry. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesus, shit. what a horrible start. What are we start. even doing here? Just what what happened tonight? We're off to a stellar start tonight. Well, case file, I think we should it's case file 56. This, we should just end this one right just now. Call it. And Ta- just call it. Start with case file 57. All right. <laughs> Skip over. This is the last episode. Just redo yeah. it. Um, uh, I haven't listened to the Carlwood one yet, but it's on my list now because I couldn't be on it. I was busy. Busy uh, north of the wall working. Yeah. Doing whatever whatever job you do up there, no one even knows. So 
Yeah, can't tell you. Secret, secret. top secret. All I know is he um, probably could have been on the cast and nobody would have even fucking noticed. Probably. Ooh. That's most that's people. Most people like, probably didn't notice. Yeah. That's most case files, I think. <laughs> you know, no one yet has messaged me and be like, "Hey, why wasn't Brain on that one?" Ooh. Oh. Just, it, it was yeah. just been like, "Oh, great case file. We loved Greg. We loved everyone else, but no, nothing but Brain." <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> you know, I was. Uh, the brightest flames burn out the fastest. I don't know. And by the by, this is Braden's last podcast. <laughs> are, you, are you retiring? Um, You're done. <laughs> let's get right into some. Let's get right into the UFO case file of the week. I've got the randomatron all queued up here. Load it up. Yeah, I'm gonna push the button right uh, now. And stop. Wow. Incredible as always. Listen to that per. Um, holy fuck! Pick the. I always pick hard ones to read. Uh, Belo, Belo, Horizonte, Brazil. Horizonte, Brazil. Or Belo, Belo, Horizonte, Brazil. Right. Belo, Horizonte. Just roll something on it, and it'll sound right. Brazil. Brazil. Uh, one of the most extraordinary Brazilian contact cases dates from May 1969 when the witness, Jose Antonio da Silva, was fishing near Belo Horizonte. Da Silva noticed figures moving behind him and appears to have been struck by a beam of light, causing some paralysis and forcing him to his knees. Two humanoids of approximately four feet in height, wearing matte silver suits with masks oh, covering their faces, oh, shit. abducted De Silva on I imagine they're doing like the worm, like up to him, like a, a little robot walk. Fucking right. That's exactly uh, what I was doing. As it's you're always the it. silver suits. Yeah. Anyways. Always with the silver suits. Um, with masks covering their faces, abducted De Silva onto a landed craft resembling an upright cylinder. The craft then took off, and De Silva appears to have undergone symptoms similar to the pressure of acceleration and G-force, i.e. pressure and physical weariness, numbness, and increased relative weight. Like during, this flight, during this flight, De Silva was wearing a helmet given to him by one of his abductors. <laughs> After the, after the crime, put, put this on. Don't need this. <laughs> you're you're going to need this. Yeah. After the craft landed, De Silva was blindfolded and taken into a large room, some 30 feet by 40 feet, where he encountered another entity. This new entity was a dwarf covered in long red hair, <laughs> with a long beard, and a late. face similar to a gnome, and a troll like descriptions <laughs> in you're, Europe. You're making this part what? up. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck me. He, into uh, he, had, rings real quick. he had thick eyebrows, pale skin, and large greenish eyes. He was joined in the room by many other similar creatures. The room a half in which orc and a dragonborn. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good. This is a good lead into the after hours we're going to talk about later. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, the room in which De Silva described finding himself in virtually unique to UFO, UFO literature. It seemed it was made of stone. Around the walls were paintings of animals and other earth scenes, more common to UFO reports. 
De Silva stated that the lighting in the room was very bright, but he could not discern the source. One particularly unpleasant sight which greeted De Silva suggested a sinister motivation on the part of the entities. De Silva believed he saw on a shelf near him corpses of four humans. Oh, shit. Ooh. The entities took from him many of the articles he had with him, presumably as specimens. These included flies for fishing and currency notes. (laughs) (laughs) Give us these flies and give us your money. (laughs) De Silva engaged in conversation with the entities, and it appears they attempted to get him to spy on Earth on their behalf, or possibly to be their emission. Emissary on Earth. <laughs> what, De one Silva, of the two. De Silva refused. Oh, ballsy. He also reported un- undergoing some religious revelations, but has never disclosed of what nature. <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, I had some re- religious revelations. They're like, oh, yeah, like what? He's like, I'm not telling. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was one time, however, when some brawling between the brackets gnomes and De Silva was brought to an end by the intervention of a Christ-like figure. Oh, God. Holy this smokes. Is so this is cool. This is <laughs> he's like, some gnomes are fighting and Jesus comes and he's like, hey, guys, yeah. enough of this. The event ended when <laughs> took off again and landed elsewhere. De Silva finding himself more than 200 miles away from where he had been. Even more strangely, over four days had apparently passed since the abduction had begun. Sure, he didn't just That's fucking lick a frog while Wait. he was fishing and just tripped out That's, for a few days. Was that a, was that a was that a game of Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, sounds like it. Fuck, <laughs> he was everywhere. Dungeon <laughs> Master Dan, and then, and then, and then Wait, Jesus showed up. So he got taken on this UFO. He's seen a dwarf. How yeah, do we know they the didn't fucking... just take him to Middle Earth or some shit? That's yeah. what, I'm and picturing then, Gimli. Yeah, I'm picturing Gimli uh, on this craft. And then the fucking one uh, ring to rule them uh, all. Travelocity <laughs> gnome later on. Scrap. <laughs> scrap. All right. Oh, so so. Got, guy was abducted by silver suited aliens again. And yeah, saved by space Jesus. Taken <laughs> to space. Seen a dwarf. Oh, I, I don't know. I got lost. I got lost in it somewhere. Yeah. And then space Jesus. A, a dwarf game, there was lots of other dwarfs. They took. They stole his flies. Yeah. They, they, they him. Fishing rod. They took the flies in his cash. What jerks. And Sounds then like a couple was gnomes, fucking stoned and got jacked up. Stole yeah, and then shit. a couple gnomes came and, and gnomes were fighting with him. And fucking hobo Jesus came and broke it up. Yeah. <laughs> this guy ate about probably five and a half grams of mushrooms. Must have. Yeah. And then just went on a journey. That's what happened. But sure. anyways, that's entertaining. I thought I I like the you hear lots about the silver suits. The silver suits is a common theme. Always silver suits. I don't know why. Hasn't 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 in in all the stories though. In all the stories I've connect like said silver suits, they've never once mentioned like silver suits again or like like the same silver suited aliens. It's always aliens wearing silver suits, but they never make the connection. So I I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Well, it's. Let's move on to some more exciting space news. Um, oh, I don't want to talk about that right away. Um, should we talk about this? 
this right into the SpaceX launch. The supposed SpaceX launch. Space SpaceX so launch. Space Shashash? Space Shashash. Space Shashash. Space Shashash. Space Shashash. Space Shashash. Space Shashash. Space I was going to say Admiral Akbar from... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a trap, a trap. Space Shashash. Like, our, our feeds are... What? Our eh? feeds are blowing up with everyone sending us videos of this uh, of this supposed rocket launch. I've watched it. It's absolutely incredible to watch because... It's so cool. It's, Man. It's, first off, it's not making any kind of rocket like I've seen in a few... It, this is completely alien. There's like an orb following behind the the initial one that's like spinning but following it at the same time and like doing weird pulses. Yeah, okay, so what they're saying is it's the a two-stage Falcon 9 booster lifted off from Vanden, Vandenberg Air Force Base, I guess, in California. That was at 827 Pacific time, so like just like 20 minutes ago from what, 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 some, when we're recording is, right now. This is some fresh space news. Yeah, this is like happening as we speak. This is fucking breaking space news. Breaking space news! Fuck yeah. It's fucking cool. Um, and yeah, everyone's been tagging in this, in this video of this. It's, well, it's some type of, it kind of looks like it has a missile like exhaust on it though, right? But in yeah. the in the exhaust, there's this weird orb. It's like spinning that keeps around. keeps moving and spinning and, and then it pulsates. And then people like people have sent us a bunch of uh, pictures of it, like from California, like some of our fans who are down there. And there's pictures uh, with three orbs in it and like three, like clearly three orbs in the picture. It's so weird. Like, it's just it's, to me, I'm just it. like, Andrew, you sent me this. You're the first person who sent me this. I, broke and that I was shit. like, oh, that's so weird. And then like within 10 minutes, I like. There's reports like, oh, good SpaceX launch, another successful one. I was like, how come I didn't hear about this before? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, you usually get like usually see an update with like, oh, SpaceX launch this weekend or something, right? Yeah, planning to launch, whatever. Yeah, but it's man, it was it just it looks so alien compared to like you know we're used to the stereo like well I don't know stereotypical like the launches from you know uh, what's the why can't I think of the place in Florida there? Um, Cape Canaveral, right? Where you get the big puff, the white straight up, right? This is like going across the sky, which is so weird to me. Yeah, it does look like it's going like horizontal to, to the horizon almost. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like it's hitting space. It looks like it's going her, like, yeah. Because usually, usually, yeah, usually the rocket goes, it'll go straight up off the ground. Then it'll slowly drift whatever way it's like leaving the atmosphere. And it'll go out like, but it's, it's not like on a... A 180 degree like a perfect or a 90 degree like perfect angle with the horizon it's always up a bit this one looks weird yeah it's something else a lot of weird ones i gotta give a quick shout out to um i don't even know how to pronounce young pharaoh on uh instagram and senpai saurus senpai saurus i don't know but those two guys uh sent us a bunch of pictures and videos they're all absolutely awesome thank you so much for sending them um and at kevin's girl 1984 sent us all these videos and stuff it's actually i've i've watched like 10 different videos it's it's, it's absolutely spectacular it's really cool actually yeah i don't know it's so, uh they're claiming it's a falcon 9 rocket falcon 9 booster and it's a lofting 10 communication satellites for is, is elon musk claiming that that's what it is or this is this on, this is on like space.com 
mm-hmm. where I get a lot of my space news. Um, so yeah, it's saying it's making uh, ten Iridium next satellites back to or back in June. Oh, the, oh, sorry. Also launched it launched the same thing back in June. So this is the second launch of the same thing. So yeah, I don't so know. So they should have similar footage from when they launched it the first time. You think you so? Know yeah, that's a good point, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it's pretty funny. Um, Elon Musk three hours ago said launch underway T minus sixty seconds until launch. Then he said, I love Twitter. Then he said two hours ago, nuclear alien UFO from North Korea. And he tagged the, <laughs> the SpaceX launch. So. That's funny. Yeah. That's, that, that's pretty much the only space news that, like, it, it, it took over my feed. So that's all, I, that's all I really wanted to talk about. It's fucking cool. It, it, it's, I've watched, like I said, 10 videos. It's, the or- if you haven't seen the videos yet, look. The orb behind it, just it's so weird to watch. Like, it looks so alien. I wonder what the ex- what the explanation for the orb is if they're saying that's just like in the exhaust, like what's causing the orb to like spin and like. Well, I remember we've we've kind of reviewed two other videos like this in the past, and one was I thought one was some sort of missile. Yeah, it was, that it kind was, of looked like that. It was that like that Trident rocket or something. I can't remember what they called it. Yeah, but. that 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 Trident rocket or whatever that left that same kind of blue like hue. Yeah, and then we've looked at that other one where it like it spiraled like that back orb is and it was a satellite like losing uh fuel i remember that was the claim of that one right do you remember it was like over yeah, russian yeah. skies and yeah, it was like it slowly just spun but it, man just it's it just looks so alien like you want it to be something else so bad yep. anyone got any other space news no that, that's all i wanted to talk about that's the big one. That right? was that was the big, big one, one, just because it just happened right now, and like the other the other stuff, nothing uh, nothing too great. Um, that I think we talked about it a while ago. That um, um, Uma Uma coming in. Amuamua, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they're 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 looking at it for uh, radio signals and stuff now, just to make sure it's uh, to see if it's alien in nature. Well, yeah, that's what. Uh... So that was that was like two weeks ago that they first spotted it, yeah. And from what I've heard, different recou- accounts now. But what I what I thought it was that it's now gone. But they were they were looking for radio like radio signals from it. Yeah, but I don't know what came of that. It's weird that because it, it was it was tumbling end over end. It wasn't going like in a straight line like you think a spaceship would. So some people were claiming that it was like, oh, it's definitely an alien spaceship from a different solar system. Like, why would it be tumbling and it just, it didn't really have any intelligent course. It just kind of just went through. But we have a, there's some, there's some pictures and some people claim that, no, that's definitely an, an alien armada. So stand by. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking cool though. I'm just, I'm just end over end rocks. Like the, the least cool way of flying through space. <laughs> well, they think, no, they think they're real alien ships. Tumbling like that, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't make sense to me either, but who knows? Yeah, that's that's all I had for space news. Sweet. All right. After uh, our horrible intro, <laughs> disastrous <laughs> intro. So I, I don't even actually. I don't even actually think we said what we we're talking about. Uh, I don't think we did either. Anyways, we're talking about uh, pretty much some UFO disclosure. We we boop, boop. we all. We all we all watched, or almost all of us watched, uh, Doctor Stephen Greer's Unacknowledged, which came out back in April. I've watched it a couple times now, but now with like all these 
like you had this article in the New York Times saying that the Pentagon had a UFO investigation program to like right now and the guy came out and blew the whistle on it and you have this movie unacknowledged and you have like it seems like more ufo news in the mainstream than normal so i thought it'd be a good time just to talk about it where do we want to kick it off shit i don't know unacknowledged dr steve let's talk about dr stephen greer the guy who made it all right so this guy i guess he was a trauma he was a trauma surgeon back in the 90s and through a series of events you gotta for, for anyone who hasn't watched this movie like well obviously spoilers but not really spoilers in the documentary but go watch it um he was yeah he was a he was a trauma trauma doctor in the 90s and through a series of events he was claims to be brought onto the panel to be an advisor to like high-ranking officers about ufos and then in 2001, he gathered like a group of 20 military and Air Force pilots and like officers, and he formed something called the, the Disclosure Project. And before the National Press Club, which was the most televised and watched event of the National Press Club in history, all these guys went up and gave their testimony, like uh, testimonials of UFO encounters, in, either in their spacecraft or as radar detector, or as like an operator of a nuclear base. And they all just go up and like pretty much say like. UFOs are real. This, these are our accounts. Um, like, obviously, I can't say what it is, or but it was not anything of our military or any other military we knew of. It, like, it flew erratically. It behaved erratically. It, like, would come in and out of radar. It would, and they're like, we have no fucking idea. And this was back in 2001. And then shortly after this, September 11th happened. And then this story pretty much got buried and was kind of lost for about 10 years. Hmm. And then uh, Stephen Greer, through through his, his, his like UFO investigations, he made a movie. I think it was in two thousand nine called Sirius, and it was pretty much about disclosure and that they had found a tiny alien. Like they actually think they found a tiny alien. They think it might have fl- um, flown in one of these orb ships, like one of these yeah. UFO orbs, the small orbs. And they did. I remember D- that. Yeah, and they did. I remember D- that. They did DNA testing and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, it's for sure not from Earth." And then other people debunked it, like, "Well, for sure it is from Earth, or it's fake, one of the two. And it went back and forth, and never where it was kind of always just left in limbo of what this creature was. But the pictures of it, it looks like a fucking alien. The, it looks like a ad- an the eight, Atacama eight- humanoid. Yeah, it looks like an eight-inch little human. With a giant yeah. forehead. It looks exactly like that little dude. And the men that in black. pops out of the men in black. And that guy's head, it's like, the con- it's on Orion's belt. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah, guy. It kind of looks, looks like that like fucking him. alien. Yeah. And that guy was like in this little. And he was now, in, did this come, did he do this after the movie? Of course he did. Fucker. But, so that was, it was never proven or disproven, I guess, depending on who you talk to. So, like, no one really knows. And then in 2016, he started getting all his facts together for this new documentary called unacknowledged. And it's just like an, it's a big cluster of all these UFO researchers and for like eyewitnesses and all this stuff, giving their accounts and pretty much saying that UFOs are real. They've been coming here for a long time. There's astronauts on there giving their accounts. And it's, it's, it's crazy that you have astronauts that are like who, like the, what the one guy, I can't remember his name. That was the sixth man on the moon or whatever. Well, there's been numerous astronauts. Talking about- yeah, but he the the guy who walked on the moon. I can't remember his name now. I I just watched, and he's just like, yeah, there's bases, there's bases on the backside. There's like towers, and fo- like radar looking dishes. Yeah, I have heard that before. I can't actually. 
pull it up to watch Asheron is, but it's been like Edgar Mitchell, Brian, o- Brian O'Leary, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Gordon Cooper. Like all these guys who have been in space or been on the moon, a lot of them, some of them say they believe in UFOs, but they haven't seen one. And some say like legit UFOs up there and bases on the moon. And I think it was, was it Buzz Aldrin who said that there's the monolith on Mars, yeah. moon, Mars's moon. He's like, when, yeah, people, when, people, moon, yeah. when people find that, find all that, they're going to be like, who the fuck put that there? <laughs> You're like, he's, eh. he's also a thousand years old that's and probably I mean. senile so i don't know but that's what i mean like with stuff like this like how do you like apparently that little alien that he claims he found has been proven to be a human fetus sure i mean that's super weird but he's packing around a little fetus hey it's check a this we- out it's you want to see weird, an alien pretty weird head for a fetus though you guys want to see this alien <laughs> little fucking fetus that's fucked you can't do that you can't have hey, a fetus you know that in your is? pocket fucking it's little Voldemort. That's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> little fetus under the fucking train station Nikki, bench. Nikini. Nikini. <laughs> Fuck. Big ass head. Fucking fetus. Ugh. I'm looking at that little structure of the the Mars monolith. Uh, it's casting a shadow. Actually, it's super fucking weird. Well, like this, he said it. Like a lot of astronauts have said weird shit about space, and everyone's like. Ah, yeah. Nah. Uh, why trust the guys that have been there? Right. So I don't know. It's just it, it's actually it's absolutely mind blowing that guys like this will say stuff like that, and everyone's just kind of like, man. Well, the one creepy thing I thought is they had that one. They got that one audio recording of what was uh, supposedly like Neil Armstrong, like talking to Mission Control, and he's like, "Oh, we've got visitors again," and then Mission Control is just like, um. Okay. <laughs> like, no, yeah, he fucking, you know. he said like, oh, like, uh, Houston, uh, we have a bogey, we have a Santa Claus, like, oh, man, oh, like, yeah, there's other ships up here, oh, man, they're big. Like, he was, like, pretty much saying there's another f- intelligent craft up there. It, and this was just randomly leaked, or? Well, this was on the medical channel, switched to the medical channel, and this supposedly leaked later, like, 30 years later. But it's gotta be, well, it's cl- all classified, right? Who knows? It's all classified. Well, how do you even know. know that it's actual? That's actual. Yeah, but okay. Recording. Like, why? So why? I don't. But why do? Why do all these astronauts say that stuff? Why do they not deny the existence? Or no, why do they actually say there's UFOs? Why would? What's what? Are you? Have getting, they? Are you have they fame? You, like, have they said I fucking saw a UFO? I saw some it. have. Yeah, hundred percent. Go search mm-hmm. up. There's been like probably fifteen astronauts go on public. Like public TV or on like in news, and they're just fucking like buried. Nobody is just like you think this would be fucking all over everything. You think it would be, and probably in the back in the day, it probably was for about three days, right? That always ha- with the big news stories, ones that they don't want heard, kind of like the Vegas shooting lately. It's on there for a week. Big well, big, net neutrality kind of fucking neutralized all that shit. Well, that that's nothing's changed from that yet. That just just that could still be changed. Like who knows about that? But like the these big stories are good for a week. And then they drop off, and then everyone just forgets, man. They forgets, and then you you go read these stories later, and you're like, that was a headline, top headline story, and that was it. it well, was he, were those ever top headline stories though? I don't know. I don't know. I like this. Andrew maybe has, these guys Andrew has like, no idea. So he's the, he's the devil's advocate. Well, maybe me. he's just like maybe they're all just like you know what? It was we were fucking so sweet when we were astronauts. Everybody fucking loved us. It's been a while since I've been in space. I feel like everybody's forgetting I was a sweet astronaut. I mean, I need to spice things up a little bit. Get my name in the news. Soccer by aliens. No big deal. Yeah. Fucking Edgar Mitchell walked on the room. 
He walked on, walked the, on the moon. moon. <laughs> on the room. He walked, he walked in a room. Walked in he walked room. in the room. Just now, he walked into your room. Holy like, fuck! Down. <laughs> he walked in the room. Just said to me, "Did you gotta catch a?" Uh, he I walked on the moon. Like I, I you got to think, guys who are chosen for this, like they're probably not fucking jackasses. They're probably go through some pretty rigorous screenings well, and stuff. You think so? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he said, he said, he says like, we see the ships all the time. Yeah, man. These are like after these are traveling astronauts. space. I am fully confident that aliens are watching us. I don't know how many and where how they do it, but they're watching us. We see the ships at all times. That's what he says about traveling in space. And everyone's like, ah. Yeah. Sure you do. Crazy. He's only an astronaut. You know, he's got perfect 2020 vision. You know, yeah, they, so they, these people are the Stephen they, they're, guy. they're not only soldiers like they're not they're trained like air like aeronauts or whatever these guys they fly jets and things like that they're also scientists you know they go up there it's not just like you're you're sending a, a, a jet pilot into space he's also a scientist most of them have like medical credentials or something or at 100%. least they've been trained in some sort of things like that engineering experience or something like that and you get these guys they these are credible people these are people that you could believe if they said i saw this this is what I saw, and I've never seen anything do that. And we see them all the time. And you, I mean, like you said, it just gets buried. Like nobody, nobody really believes them. I guess. I mean, sees them all the time while he's on the while he's on the moon in space. Well, we, oh, in space. while he's in space, since in he, space, he, he's like I. Since traveling through space, I am confident that aliens like exist. Why didn't you take Where's a fucking picture? Well, Where's yeah, the proof? I, that's the that is the age old question, right? Well, like, uh, you know, they don't what I mean? carry you know, their iPhones cold. on them when they're. Like, like, oh, listen, their I, I could take a picture of this, but you know what? I'm an astronaut and I'm really credible, so I'm just gonna, you know, they're gonna take my word for it. It's fine. No, I want to see some fucking proof. I don't okay. buy it. What about all the videos from the space station that show uh, intelligent craft? You ever watch them? No. Where are they? On fucking like, buried YouTube videos? You could watch them live. There's been a lot of live ones. I don't know. They, you can't. Out, they, there's too small of a thing. You can't actually see a ship, so you never know. <laughs> what? Let's use some deductive reasoning. If there's these astronauts and they're in space and they come back and they're like, "There's UFOs," they don't get any money or fame from it. So what? what they percent- put they put their fucking they put their thing on the line. Their their career on the line to say like, "Hey man, it's UFOs." Well, obviously, they haven't done that to put their career on well, hold because nothing fucking happened with it. Like it's always been... it's always twenty five years classified, right? Your clearance, not always. I don't know if that's actually. There's always like a classified period after you leave those programs, right? Where you can't, you legally can't talk about it. or You go to jail. So they're so they don't say anything for twenty five years. So when usually. they're so when they're like fifty five, sixty, when they're retired, these guys come out and talk about it. So it's either they're all doing it for money. So there's only two options. You're all doing it for money and fame. And to get recognition for something that is not real, or they're all like, "There's something weird up there," and we don't know what it is. And now this is a staggering amount. Like out of the percentage of everybody who's been to space, there's a staggering amount of these people now saying that I've definitive, definitively seen. What's a staggering amount? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm asking you. Like, how many? Of, how, what's the percentage? Do you think? I don't, what I don't would have, you say? I don't have a. Let's say out of 50 people went to space, how many people are saying I fucking? Let's say there's been a hundred in space. Yeah. I don't know if it's been more or less. I don't know. Maybe 100 seems right. 15 astronauts, so 15%. Is that too? Yeah, no, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty high, isn't yeah. it? 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that all of the astronauts are going to see this stuff because no. it's like, you know, they're doing stuff up there. There's maintenance tests and things. Their, their attention is not going to be like staring out at space all the time. I mean, I'm sure they just like kind of ignore it. But if you happen to like look outside at one point and they catch something that's, you know, it's like catching a shooting star. It's not everybody's going to see it, you know, maybe like five percent. Um, I, just I don't know how many people. It's like 15 percent of people in the world have like seen UFOs or something like that. I mean, it doesn't seem like that much but it's a lot of people well if you're so if you're in, if you're in space say you're in space and you're flying around in the satellite or like on the iss or you're on the ship and you're like going you're traveling at like twenty thousand kilometers an hour almost right yeah but you're only doing over a certain like path right six you can only six you can only see that you can't see that far as so you can really see, not going to see like the whole sky so if there's like ufo flying the chances of you actually maybe seeing it are maybe pretty low and it's not like they have windows yeah, maybe, all over the place yeah, they they have little, tiny little windows saying say, so the chances of that and then the chances of always seeing them out there seem pretty slim to me but listen but he's saying six, are you always six of them? 12 Six of 12 men who have walked on the moon have come forward saying they believe and have seen aliens. And that's not including Buzz Aldrin and, or uh, Neil Armstrong. So that's like eight. That would be eight. Yeah. And those two but guys no, those Buzz probably Aldrin didn't even it, really go it, to the moon. Yeah. They, they, maybe, they, maybe they didn't. Uh, maybe it's all a sham. Right. Maybe the earth is flat. No, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> and that's a hard no from the crew here. Anyways, that's just that's just one of the points of the video of like, so there's astronauts on like the quotes of the astronauts and the astronauts they're te- they're like video testimonies, but man, there's there's there must be like twenty or thirty guys on that video. They're all saying it. And that's probably a very small percentage of the actual whole military. But that's only the ones who've come forward. Maybe some of the ones are like. It's no point. You either ruin your career or you're mocked and ridiculed. Yeah. Most of the people who like see these things, I mean, in the in the documentary, they get into it and it's really cool where they have a lot of guys um, come on. And it's like you got I mean, I was in the military and it's if you somebody tells you to do something or you didn't or like they're like, you didn't see that. And it's like, okay, I won't say anything. It's like, don't say that you're going to get me in trouble. Like, okay, I won't say anything. So you have these things. They they said they had one uh, one incident where they were tracking an object that was flying at incredible speeds, like covered the east coast of the United States from like Maine to to uh, Virginia, like Norfolk, Virginia, in like a couple seconds. And they're saying it could be anywhere it wanted to. And they had these line of like uh, radar bases along the east coast, like tracking it. And then and then they just told by their superiors, like just forget it, don't say anything. You know, and you do. It's like most of them are low level guys. It's like they don't want to put their pension at risk or if these guys are career military, like you don't want to say anything that will get anybody in trouble or get you in trouble or things like that. It's just like you just pretend it didn't happen or you'd be like, oh, it was a drill. Right. You know, kind of that kind of thing. So now in the like in the in the movie, it talks about how it's like kept so secret and they go down yeah. to like that deep state like kind of like culture secret. of secrecy or whatever that they're building or they built so far. Yeah. Do you, so. can you think you can explain that kind of down, like with a military background, like how like stuff can get fragmented and like uh, separated and hidden in so many different avenues. That's impossible to find like the whole truth. Yeah. They, they get into it. They get into it really, really well. They talk about how, um, basically there's, um, like you have two different types of like secrecy and there's one that is like national security. And then there's the other that's, um, 
I want to say like kind of both military, corporate, like he, they talk a lot about the military industrial complex. And we've had multiple presidents uh, warn us about the military industrial complex, which is basically the amalgamation of like high ranking military and their cooperation with uh, with industries, uh, corporations now um, that help to perpetuate a kind of uh, stasis, like or not stasis, like a, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, they're trying to perpetuate a. a they want a continuous like a state. continuous conflict. Yeah, they want a continuous state of yeah. They want a state of conflict where it's basically our entire economy, at least in the United States, our economy is based mostly on war. Yeah, like the the, the amount of people that the military employees that the uh, the corporations you got you have uh, businesses like Booz Allen Hamilton, the Boeing, the Lockheed Martins. Uh, they don't just employ people like engineers and stuff. You got people who like clean their buildings. You got people who are building their facilities, construction works, and and things like that. They they are they are a large employer, and um, the that the the cooperation between the military. Yeah, they want to keep things going. Uh, that the way that they are and that the what happened was in uh, they said like Roswell was like the first time one of the first times that we got or maybe before that. But Roswell was the first time that we got our hands on uh, actual uh, intact alien technologies. And when that happened, that these technologies, when they were uh, when, you know, they were broken down and people started to understand them and how they worked and that the scientists realized that, OK, we have here, uh, you know, they told the, the people who are in charge of it, you know, you had your military uppers and stuff like that. And probably, you know, corporate people who are working with, you know, uh, rocket development or those people who worked in those those companies, these Boeing companies and things like that. Uh, they're like, we just found an object on this craft that is capable of powering uh, like the entire United States with virtually no, no emissions, no nothing. Like you have power forever, yeah. you know, I don't, and, I don't and the companies it. were like, no, <laughs> we don't want that getting out. And it's the same thing that they do. You see a lot with people who, who have patent you've seen it through People like Tesla, like whenever the military or the government finds something that's not going to make the money, those corporations that are not going to make the money, they shut it down. They're like, no, we will take that, you know, forget about it. And we'll, we will suppress that information and just keep it the way that it's going now because we're making the money. Those people who control uh, the, those complexes, the people who are in charge, um, they don't let the secrets get out. You, you don't inform the people who who you think would know about it, like your presidents, like you wouldn't, the presidents wouldn't know about UFOs because they wouldn't tell them. Nobody will tell them because it's like, this is a need to know information. It's above top secret. It's well, like, president. you're a temporary employee. Yeah. You're only empowered for four to maybe eight years. You have minimum influence. Like, I mean, why would you tell somebody like president Trump who's only won by like a slim margin? You know, it's like you're, you're elected to your position. You're influenced by the public. That's you. But we are the complex. Like we are, we're going to be here for life. These people who are in these things, we're, we're well, going to be here a long career, time. They're career politicians, but they're behind the scenes, right? So they're they're always in that position of power, and they don't. The only way like capitalism works is you got to keep the economy growing. So you right. you cannot you, have, you, you can't take away all these 
like military industries, because if you do, 30% of the economy will collapse like, yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, capitalism works on the idea that there is disparity, that there is always going to be uh, supply and demand. And it's like you have to keep, you almost have to keep inequality for capitalism to work. And some people are saying that's like the rise of uh, like neoliberalism. It's basically that this is what is happening now. You like you have a lot of deregulation and things like that. And th these companies are are gaining more power in the way that they are structuring. I mean, you have things like the Disney Fox merger, you know, which is uh, pretty big. And it's just like these these companies are coming into control more and more of media outlets and things like that that they don't already control. Oh, um, fuck. We all know what Disney's about. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Disney. Fucking Disney. They always come Fucking... up. Yeah, but see, we already. I already know now. I listened to Tom DeLong. He told me that Roswell has all to do with the Nazis. So I know this now. So I can call bullshit on all that. Tom, okay. Tom along I, I there's nobody that knows saying, science more than a fucking rock star okay like, fuck yeah. the guy's a fucking rock star he knows what he's talking about right? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like uh, if there were uh, at least the the documentary implies that we had people were saying that we had we had contact not with extraterrestrials but maybe extraterrestrial technology and that at, during World War II like Hitler was big into that stuff and building these these uh, building these craft that mimicked or uh, some part of the extraterrestrial technology that they had somehow gotten their hands on. Well, their technology the, was fucking light years the Glock, ahead of ours. They were. Yeah, like, the, it, yeah. Glock, it, uh, it really didn't make sense. That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, it did make and sense, then, yeah. No, they were, they were so fucking far ahead of us and everybody else that it just, like, you know what I mean? How, like, were they just smarter out there? I don't understand. Well, that's what the that's what the conspiracy is that they found ET technology either from an ET source or they found like I don't know ancient plans or an ancient craft or whatever it was and they reverse engineered it before. Yeah. And if because at the end of the war, if they they were just developing the the Glocka, right? Supposedly, yeah, that was towards the end, yeah. And if they would have got that like ma that technology mastered, then no one would stand like stood a chance. Not a if, chance. If these and nobody would know more. The Atlantic and, well, like, and then an I hour. guess that kind of ties into like paperclip and shit like that, right? Like that's yeah, why they yeah. recruited these that's fucking guys, going, and that's why nobody they, would they know more needed than, their help um, to create Steve Rogers, the super soldier. Yeah, Vernon <laughs> Von, von Braun. The guy who was in charge of like the V two development of the V two rocket, this guy who pretty much put us into space. Um, was brought over during P Operation Paperclip, and they've said that he has claimed on multiple occasions that we have had contact with extraterrestrials. We know they're out there, and it's like we have we have technology to build stuff to go beyond, but uh, we we can't do it. It's just that the government won't let us. I don't know if he mentioned the government, but he says he's he he's like he knows we're not alone. He's, he made they, the documentary has at least one person claims that was when he he was making his. Rounds is close to death. He's making those things. He's like, there's, there are more out there. Yeah, well, like, well, like I, Ben Rich, that was like the director of Skunk Works, in, in charge of like the spy planes, all that shit. Yeah. He said, and like just in like just a passing comment in interviews, like we have the technology to send ET home, and everyone's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he just kind of walked away. Yeah, so, uh, like, if you. And, and like we said, it's 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 hard to track these kinds of things like these these technology technological developments, these things like squunk works, like all these people who work on these black projects where that money comes from. 
um, when you have a budget as big as the United States as, a, as the amount of money that we put into um, into our military budget, and they're saying something like there's about 2.3, I think it's like 2.3 trillion dollars that can be unaccount that can't be accounted for. They don't know where it went. It just gets sunk into these projects that have um, basically no congressional oversight and that these projects go up through Congress basically unimpeded. And if you tried to stop one of these bills for things that had to be signed off by Congress or one of these projects that go through the committees, nobody knows what they're about. There's there's no real description on these projects. There's nothing. It's just somebody says sign this and they sign it. That money is all going towards Trump's fucking Diet Coke addiction (laughs) and his eight hours of TV and his golfing trips. I love those little headlines you read. Hilarious. Who can drink eight cokes a day? That's got to be. Old. That's got to be a lie. You Idiot. know what, man? Like that. Have you ever looked into the the gut brain connection? No, I haven't really looked into it. But like, I've heard about it. They're saying like your microbiome, your gut bacteria, mm-hmm. right? If if that's off, that can cause you to go into depression, dementia, psychosis, that kind of stuff. Sure. And that's what. Uh, artificial sweeteners like aspartame and stuff like that, that those are straight linked to fucking destroying your microbiome in your gut i wouldn't doubt believe it. it well buddy eight mm. crushing eight of those a fucking day i can drink like two i could not drink eight that's is it on average eight like is it like well he drank like six one day you can't believe those news stories like he, probably, he probably drinks eight a week fake news yeah who knows? Fake, news. fake news anyways Oh, but that's that's the fake news thing is that's also part of the the military industrial complex because the the documentary unacknowledged uh, makes a point of mentioning that he uh, was it Dr. Greer yeah. had reports where printed out reports that were disclosed by I think it was the CIA and they said that they have plants they have people in every national out, uh, news outlet every underline he said he mentions this underline they show you a picture of it um, every nationally circulated news outlet and these people are there and that are there and paid to crush you know spike whatever you want to call it influence uh, uh, articles or information that could be put into circulation that could go against what the what is considered uh, national security for the United States yeah uh, that could somewhat uh, endanger or you know this, this is the one problem I had with the unacknowledged because he says like these big things like they have plants and all and all the media and you're like, hey, I don't doubt it. Like it sounds like if that if your plan is to control the news, they probably do. But he always says it and then he never presents presents you with any evidence. And, quite, and he does that quite a bit in the documentary. So that's well, they it's had 100%. That, but he, has the he doesn't produce evidence for anything. Yeah, anything. he just has the one guy on. He has he's the got one a guy on. He's like, in yeah. black one, and that's about it. That's that's all I've seen from this fucking Greer guy. You never watched them though. All of all the research I've done, just the reading and shit like mm-hmm. that. Right. I want facts. Okay, well, he does. There is more people on the on the documentary that really claim for UFOs. Have you guys ever read the Day After Roswell, the book? No, no. Uh, his name was, was Philip Philip Corso, and he was a like a four-star general at the time. And I guess he was that worked at the base, uh, Alamogordo, something like that. And he pretty much gives an account. His whole book is his account of what happened right after Roswell, where the body went, like where the bodies went, supposedly there was this one document. There's this actually in the, it's, uh, it's called the, fuck what's it called, uh, guy hotel or Guy hotel document on the FBI website. You can search it up. And it's a document that's, 
from just after Roswell. And it says in the document that there were three, uh, three bodies found. One was still alive and it gives a description of the craft and you can actually go search it. And it's the most searched FBI document after this movie, because obviously he presented it, but it's on the website, but it, ne- it never actually said, it says that it was so-and-so gave an account that there was three bodies. So it doesn't actually say there was three bodies. So that's the only problem with it. But that was one of the big things in the documentary. He's like, Stephen Greer's like, listen, this is the most searched FBI document. It says in New Mexico and Roswell this day, three foot tall aliens in metallic cloth, silver suited aliens. Each body was like, was bandaged up after the scene and taken away to different bases. And this guy, Philip Corso, gives an account of how the secrecy was broken up into different branches. And every, some, one branch knew about the craft and one branch knew about the bodies and they each were responsible for a different portion of the technology. <clears throat> after like 10 or 15 years of like kind of branching that secrecy through different branches of the, of the intelligence agencies, it kind of got so like separated and fragmented that no one really knew what was true and what wasn't. And eventually it just kind of got lost never. And and to that, till this day, no one really can piece together whole information. That's pretty much what this guy was saying in his book. Anyone there? Hello? I don't know. Yeah. Can one of these fucking UFOlogists, or whatever the hell they're called, like they're coming with all this information, and you really like you? I really do. I want to buy in. I want to believe them. And then they, you know, you you buy in. You find some stuff you like, and then you do a little bit more scroll, and then you get an invite to come sit down and meditate with him with aliens for fucking two G's. Like, <laughs> no, man, I can't. I just don't buy this shit. Like, is is there anybody, any one of these fuckers that don't want to try and make money off you? Good question. You know what I mean? And that's what it just wrecks it for me. So, so you're jumping right to that? You're jumping right to the negative part of Steve Greer? Well, I, I'm a hater. I can't help it. So I don't know if, if I don't know if you guys know this, but Stephen Greer is head of C-SETI. And it's like a conscious search for extraterrestrial intelligence or something. And they get together in groups and you can pay Dr. Stephen Greer an, an undetermined amount of money. I can't remember if it was 1800 or 2200 or something like that. But there's a whole bunch of accounts of people. You can go there, and he says, like, they go, and they all meditate, and then UFOs will show up. And he claims that he gets videotapes, but he's never presented any evidence from his thing. At the Joshua Tree. And supposedly that the people who go, I don't know this for sure at all, but the people who go are are supposed to sign a non-disclosure agreement saying whatever they witnessed and talked about, they cannot share with the public. So then there's really no, like, good information coming out of these C-SETI meditation programs so people are saying like he's just using it for money to, for money yeah because you if you say it's fake he can sue you yeah which That's is kind of shit it kind of like seems like a point where like he started out legit and then he's seen the dollar signs again well i think there's the, the disclosure project was i think that was like that was legit like getting all these people together with all these like first-hand accounts and like just talking to the press that's the way to go. You don't present it in a documentary. You just talk to the press and make them let, let them make their own decisions. But unfortunately, it was so overshadowed with 9-11 that you lo- got lost like instantly. So is anybody trying to shut this guy down? Nope. Not so I guess not. So nobody's trying to paint him as a pedo like Roman Chuck or whatever the fuck his name is? As far as I found, no one's trying to paint him oh, as a pedo. Oh, Bill Belichick? Yeah. <laughs> Steve Romachuk or whatever the fuck well, his name is. I wonder. I wonder if we can. I wonder how much it is. To go to see SETI? Yeah. Well, only one of us could go then. Yeah, that's fine. 
<laughs> Sweet. Because I'm literally like go to go to a C SETI and really get the inside scoop. But we probably couldn't. Well, yeah. We probably couldn't podcast. We have to sign the they agreement. They were getting sued. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm saying I'm I'm saying that we could talk about our experience and I'm sure there's a way around getting sued and we could just. Okay. Well, let's, let's look into, let's look into the C SETI. See, cause I know they do them in Vancouver sometimes. That's yeah, the, that's the closest one. So we'll look into to... it because it is, it, you read, cause you read all this cool stuff. You're like, Oh, this guy's for all for disclosure. He's got all these guys behind him. And then you read something like he's charging people and making them sign agreements. You're like that doesn't sound right. So yeah, like why not? If you're doing this stuff, keep everything above board, right? If like, this is for if he could really meditate and bring fucking aliens out here, he should be broadcasting that shit for everybody to see to say, "Hey, yeah. look, I can." You know what I mean? Like it's dude, that doesn't make sense. It's dumb. You change the world by doing this. I'm fucking Dr. Greer. I invite the rest of the alien theorists out to this field, and we meditate, and I film it, and I got the mics going. And we talk about it and we bring in a UFO, we film it in HD, 4K or 8K, whatever kind of good camera we have. And we're like, listen, world, we did it. Here's a yeah. fucking real UFO. Yeah, and I'm going to mix up some really good special flavored fucking Kool-Aid. We're all going <laughs> to drink that shit and we're going to go somewhere. <laughs> like no, that. but yeah, like you think like if you really are for a full disclosure, you present every finding. He's not for, for full disclosure. Yeah. He's making you sign a non-disclosure agreement. That's like, what I mean. It's bullshit. But his movies are pushing for full disclosure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, how do you watch his movies? Are they are they out for free or are they? Yeah, they're on. They're for free. Oh. They're on Netflix. Doesn't that, there's no advertisement or anything. Oh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. So it's not free. Well, he's making money off his movies, is he not? Well, you ha- like if you think about it, say you're a researcher and you have you're trying to break a story. We live in a world where you need money, so you should. He's wait. got money. He's an ex fucking emerge doc. I'm just saying, like if, if say, this is something he's truly passionate about. Well, this is a bad argument you're making. Everyone, if you try and present a, a topic, if you're trying to get it out to people, you have to at least make enough money to live so you can work to try and get he's it out. He's probably got right? enough money to live off. I'm not saying his... he doesn't. I'm just saying that's a bad argument to say, like, just know. because he's making some money. I don't know. There's nobody, like, there's people out there every day fighting for what they believe in and trying to prove the world in, in, in every other fucking aspect other than UFOs. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's all these ones that we're hearing and discuss, it's all lucrative, man. It's all, these guys are all making bank. Not all, yeah, definitely, I, definitely not all making bank. 100% well, the major, well, you know what I mean? Like the ones that we're talking about, the ones that I get, there you go. I guess that proves your point. We're talking about them because they're able to put out Netflix shows and shit like well, that. Well, I mean, if you so, if, say you don't have any money to present yourself or market yourself, no matter how good your idea, it won't get hurt. Like I, I definitely would take the firsthand experience from these guys that have been to space and say, I've seen an alien and they're, that's just it. That stops there. Yes. I can tell you that there are aliens out there yeah but and that and that dies there but most people won't hear that because it's not presented right well yeah but see but to me that that holds more that that holds more than than this guy being like yeah we're gonna go meditate and fucking no no no, yeah i totally agree but i'm saying like someone needs to put it together and just because he's put together in a week and and then he tried to make money afterwards on like extracurricular stuff is kind of shitty oh it's super shitty and so like a lot a lot of ufo people are like man you had everything there you had everything it, it it yeah like he needed to keep everything above board and now there's now he's put himself in a position where you question his ethics right and like and then it makes you think that you know well he's corrupt and he's just maybe he's making this this is bullshit yeah and that's why he signed that shit so then where does the bullshit stop or where did it start yeah, was like, it all bullshit so, so i'm here it is if he charged two thousand dollars 
and you go to go and summon a UFO with your mind, which is fucking badass, and you could film it and record it and present it Facebook Live or whatever type of like live feed to the public, I would pay. If he could guarantee, like, you would... The world would pay. I'm saying, like, if you could actually, like, prove this, if this was a real thing, you could prove that you could summon UFOs with your mind through consciousness. This is the greatest greatest achievement in the world. You could be opening up UFO land. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, But because because he's keeping it closed, then it just... It just stays secret, and if once, once welcome stop, to UFO land, <laughs> UFO park. Yeah. Anyways, he they da, also. Da. I don't remember the theme song. <laughs> what the fuck was? The, yeah, da, what? Da, da, da. Yeah. I was, I was about to start doing on. the Jurassic Park theme song, and then I couldn't remember it. Dun 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 dun. Kind of, isn't it? That was so bad, but yeah, we we all kind of. It was never as bad. Anyways, there's a couple more things we should talk about from some of the points he tried to present in his video. More of this fucking bum. No, but he tries to he tries to present that through this like crashed UFOs, they have this technology of what's called zero point energy, which is pretty much pulling energy out of the vacuum of space. And so when people say that, like, well, that's impossible, right? You can't do that. But then in his video, in the, in, uh, in an unacknowledged and has all these interviews of like astrophysicists and all these like plasma physicists, and all these people are like, listen, the, the entire universe is 5% physical matter that we can see suns and planets and asteroids and space particles, only 5%. And then there's like 25% which they think is dark energy, which is like pulling the universe in weird directions. And so about 70 or 75% of this universe, they say, is dark energy. And some of these people on this thing are saying like within one square meter of dark energy could power like the United States. That's what they're trying to say. Like there's that the universe is empty, but the, the emptiness is pure energy is what they're saying. And they're saying that the zero point te- like energy technology somehow uses that dark energy of the universe to propel itself through time right so you know what's weird you see you're talking about zero point energy and i had a i had a email from the wikileaks the john podesta emails yeah one of the ones is from um what's his name edgar mitchell and it, and it says this dear john because the war and space race is heating up i felt you should be aware of several factors as you and i schedule our skype talk Remember our nonviolent ETI from contigi- from the contiguous universe are helping us bring zero point energy to Earth. They will not tolerate any form of military violence on Earth or in space. The following information in italics was shared with me by my colleague Carol or Carl Rosen, who worked closely for several years with Werner von Braun before his death. Ooh, cool. And then it's just this huge email about talking about like uh, the war on spat like for satellite space and stuff and talks about how we need to we need to like cut this out because right now there's no rules for war in space and we need to uh we need to stop this because or else we're not gonna have uh this zero point energy right just it's just weird that you were just talking about that and I pull up like a WikiLeaks email from like Edgar Mitchell, who we'd already talked about, and John Podesta, and it's talking about uh, Werner von Braun or whatever his name is. 
Right. No, it's, a, it's weird that if there is an ET presence on the planet and they've been coming here from other points in space, it make like the, obviously their technology is beyond what we know. So maybe like there is a technology that does harness that type of space, like space time energy and actually can just propel itself through space and time. Well, I mean, any there's pretty much like two there's like two ways that we I mean, according to our physics, pretty much there's like two ways to travel through space. There's either you travel, uh, you know, below the speed of light at like relativistic speed or you have to use some sort of. Uh, like you'd have to use a wormhole basically, whether it's created by a, a, a black hole or, or whatever or something like that. And you, and, or you could produce one or you could find one that naturally occurs, which we, I don't think we found one that'd be crazy, but, and you would need so much energy, like the energy from a black hole or like a couple stars or something like to, to produce like a, uh, an artificial wormhole. So if they harness this this zero point energy, like you would need some sort of type of alternative energy source that's this powerful to 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 be able to travel through space right. and, and that fast, you know. Like it's a there's no if we like I mean I constantly say if we were to get in a fight like if an alien race showed up it would be like the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy where they were just like they wouldn't even care about us it's like you guys can't even travel through space like you guys can't even make a wormhole you you wait you haven't traveled faster than the speed of light <laughs> you guys are garbage we'll just blow your planet up <laughs> you're you done know? buds done, yeah son. I mean we're we're insects compared to a, a civilization that could traverse the incredible distances that, that comprise of space. It's, uh, uh, but if we had access to that technology, even like a little bit of it, like if we had like a, just a cursory understanding of it, it could be, you know, it would leap us forward so much and that we could meet our energy demands, which is basically most of what our economies are built on or just like what it takes to mine the resources that power our uh, you know, electricity to, to produce yeah. food and, and, and the necessities for life, things like that. That's how our entire economy is pretty much based around all of that. So if we had like free energy and it costs nothing to produce these things that we that we use for normal life or, you know, be able to light our homes or heat our light and heat our homes, produce food, things like that. If we if we could do that, like we'd be fine there'd be no disparity and there's where you know those those people those whatever you want to call them shadowy people that sit behind the the curtains that are maybe control may or may not be controlling our society um they like that they're like we're making insane amounts of money and and we're gonna be here that's what they do (laughs) they don't want us to have that no like that would just if if you had like zero point energy technology and you could every community could power itself pretty much for free. That's a huge portion of the economy would just collapse. The whole energy sector would just fall all that infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a book. I don't know if you guys, have you guys watched, uh, read, is it the, it's the forever war by Joe Haldeman. I haven't read have it. You guys ever read that book? No. No. You, what's it about? Uh, Basically, uh, the, the humans, humans discover how to travel through space uh, by using like collapsed stars and things like that. But anyways, the, the first alien race that they encounter um, is uh, they have like this kind of a, they blow up one of our ships. And so basically the entire Earth uh, goes into like 
war overdrive. And they're like, okay, uh, these, these aliens are really bad and they blew up one of our ships. So we need to produce all of this. You need to give yourselves over to the military so we can go fight an intergalactic war, like an interstellar war. Yeah. You know? Do what we know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it kind of it kind of comes down to that the people at the time I don't want to give away the spoilers if you give it away at the end of the book. Um, basically, it comes down to and they talk a lot about this and and I acknowledge and I could see it happening um, that you have these people who are in charge making decisions who have all the power and they're like, well, our entire economy is based on war, and if that if we need an enemy that we can focus our, you know, focus that on. If we don't have an enemy, our our entire civilization or the, the way that they have structured civilization collapses. I mean, look at the Roman Empire. Once they had nobody left to fight, they fall in on themselves. It, it, you need to have that eternal conflict. You need to have that way to, to focus, uh, to focus your society on something other than the problems that are at hand. Because if they do, then they realize that what what's going on inside their society? How they're being controlled? How they're being manipulated? Uh, then they lose their power, and those people who are that are comfortable in in their control of society aren't going to give that up. Right. And so they would rather have us just go fight, you know, fight third world countries or these these shadowy terrorist organizations that you're like, you know, you can never really truly crush them. You know. It's, it's they just they just pop up somewhere else, especially when you're supplying you, them with the weapons. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 that you, <laughs> and you bait and you created the problem like they know they made the problem because they're like, oh, you know, you you radicalize their faith and you can't you can't destroy faith. Yeah. You can't destroy an idea. Yeah. As soon as it's gone, if you kill somebody who is uh, if you kill some, anybody and like that, those kind of faith based uh, these terrorist organizations, they automatically become a martyr and it just becomes it just self-perpetuates. They just keep going. You can't stop. You can't really ever end it. And the the companies that are producing the the Humvees, the the building the guns, uh, building these things. I mean, even Eisenhower, uh, President Eisenhower, when he left office in like 1961, when he left office, he his farewell speech was basically warning about this. He's like those um, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like those those companies. Whenever we produce a gun, we're taking food out of the mouths of the people who truly need it. Like that energy that you're spending on producing guns to go kill people could be put towards more productive means that can yeah, help everybody else. Dan, you're forgetting that if you kill the people, you don't have to feed the people. <laughs> Good point. Of course, counterpoint. Forget yeah. about that. Point counterpoint. <laughs> Devil's advocate. All right. Uh, All right. So, you know, it's that kind of stuff. It's, eh. So, was there any any other main points from from Unacknowledged that uh, you guys want to talk about? No, let's go on to uh, Tom DeLong and his wacky team of fucking right. Tom DeLong, so his we, wacky team. So we we've, we've been following this uh, Tom DeLong story for a while. For you, for you guys who for anyone who doesn't know, he started this thing called To the Stars Academy. And pretty much what it is, is he's got says he has a team of scientists and researchers and ex-CIA and military and NASA and Skunk Works people working with him, and they are pretty much trying to build a a spaceship and and 
with this free energy or, could, or zero that, point that energy could, technology that could turn into a ball of light and disappear Whoosh. and pretty much their, their mission is pretty much to uh to give these creative next generation scientists and thinkers an avenue to explore their ideas However, the, I want to buy into this so bad just because I fucking love Tom DeLonge. Or did, anyways. <laughs> did. Like, yeah. But but you know what, though? I love Blink-182 Tom DeLonge. Not, Angels and Airwaves Tom DeLonge? Go fuck himself. Fuck off, yeah. Sucks. <laughs> it's bullshit. So, I don't know, Braden. Uh, I think you had, some, uh, you had some points on this, I think, didn't you? Well, I, I, I was so excited. Like, I went to the web webpage after... Oh, oh, what the fuck? Oh, there oh. we go. Sorry, my as I opened the web page where I was looking up stuff, it played an ad. Uh, I was so excited. I read the, I watched the, I watched the like little clip on his uh, to the stars fucking web page. Yeah, hooked. I was like, oh man, this looks, this is insane, right? Like, this is so cool. And then like three minutes into this four minute half video. It's like what we're planning to do. And it's talking about all these drives and stuff and this. And then it's like, and we're going to make movies and t-shirts and like a film production company. And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing that? Cause he's been like, kicked out of blink one too. He's got nothing else to do now. So then I was like, so that kind of <laughs> like that, that popped my interest. So then I started, I typed in like to the stars Academy scam and, and started looking in, um, so right now, like you can buy common stocks, like that's what they're they're asking you to give two hundred dollars, and you can buy common only in the whatever. states. I was like, only in the states. I was like, you know what, two hundred bucks? I got I, maybe extra two hundred bucks. I'm, I might pay, buy one share just in case. No. You might get no, a T-shirt. No one, no one put any <laughs> sh money into this. It's absolutely a scam. We're all being duped. That's bullshit. It eh? has nothing. Come it's on, no Tom, research and development. So it's this company to the to the fucking Stars Academy in Science is like it's um, whatever it's in the United States Securities and Exchange Commission where it's like filed. You think that with what they're selling, the primary standard industrial classification code would be something along the lines of research and development or, you know, yeah, engineering or something cool. Um, services, motion picture and videotape production. So it's essentially a movie company making movies. So I'm like, making well, movies. so they, didn't, what the they fuck? didn't register as like a science technology company. It's movies. No, entertainment. no, it's a movie and production company. Why right? would they though? Like <laughs> he's, why would you, even with his, why would you, even with secret machines or whatever the fuck it's called? Like the, the everything that's done in that book, it was was all hit like he didn't do any research it's just years of him coming up with shit you know what i mean like and he, he bases the whole reason why he's got the insight on all this information is because somebody read somebody high up read his fucking book and was like oh that's of all people okay. we're gonna track down tom DeLong and so we're gonna let's do, let's do a quick backtrack here so his book yeah living Mach living machines or no, Se secret, secret machines. machines i guess attracted the right people because they're like Oh, he's on to it. Oh, he knows he's, already. He, he's he's on to it. So we're going to contact this rock star and we're going to get him on board and we're going to put him on the Joe Rogan experience and these other like highly publicized alternative media things and people are going to buy in because it's like it's Tom DeLonge. He's on Joe Rogan. He's like all these. But he. Why? 
Where, why? He never ever says. I don't know if any, if anyone hasn't listened to his interview with Joe Rogan, you should go listen to his great it's podcast because it's pretty funny. Because his this whole time, like Joe Rogan is going. So like, what can you tell me about the aliens or the craft or anything? And he's like, well, I can't tell I you. I can't tell you about I that. Tell you. I can't tell you about that. I can't tell you. Motherfucker, why not? If <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna put you on all these podcasts and in the media and stuff like that, but you can't tell them anything. Just just let them know that you you know what I mean. You're in. Okay. But you, you, here's the other thing, though. It, it would be great. It would be great in my head if like if people actually had found him, Tom DeLonge. They're like, oh, he's got it. He's gonna be our figurehead. This motherfucker started it in the in the in the like. In the offer, in the in the offering for the stocks, if you go down and scroll down to the bottom where it says use of proceeds, they're what they're try the fifty million they're trying to raise. He's gonna pay off a loan from his other company, Our Two Dogs Inc. of six hundred thousand dollars. He's going to put um, four million dollars into self-produced cinematic projects. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is it? Why would you do that? Then not only that, he, he's also gets in the contract. He's going to make a hundred thousand dollars every year, every year, no matter what, even if they don't make money. Super scam. I know it's a super scam. I know what's happened now. So on their website, if you go to, to the stars, academy.com, They've made two hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars in donations. So a hundred thousand of that is for his salary. It's for his salary, <laughs> right off the t- boom. This year, he gets a hundred thousand dollars. Like to me, I'm like, he wants fifty million dollars to make these cutting edge, cutting edge spacecrafts. Fifty million. The guys are gonna need. They're gonna need billions of NASA, dollars. NASA requested nineteen billion from the U.S. government for their for 2017. And Tom is gonna build a fucking light machine for fifty million when he's spending like four million on making movies and twelve million and on his money projects. From? Fucking crowdfunding, like it's crowdfunding, crowdfunding. Yeah, it's right sweet. here, right here. Invest. Yeah, you bet. How much money? Two two hundred and twenty or two million? Oh, sorry, two. Oh, they've raised two million two hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars. Say, but SpaceX. only SpaceX only have twenty-five hundred investors though. It's like a thousand dollars each. That's SpaceX all. Hey, the- all that you the number keeps going up is because that's all his fucking Blink One Eighty Two residuals just slowly <laughs> like just moving that number up. <laughs> Nothing from Angels and Airwaves because they're fucking piss. Did you know what this guy's a lunatic? He's remember when Angels and Airwaves is coming out? He's like it's the best band to ever fucking ever best band to ever play music bigger than Zeppelin. He said, and with every song he said he's writing a fucking novel. There's gonna be a novel to go along with every song. No, never happened. Songs suck. He's fucking. He said, you know what though? He did say that he was making those comments while he was on fucking painkillers for his back. So, you know, like. Where did, no, I know what I feel like we're doing tonight is just crushing UFO hope. Well, dude, the thing is, it's like. But you have to not. Shit, I hate this shit, man. Because like, keep everything above board. Like, yeah. why? Why do this shit? And then you're like, oh, we're going to make movies. I'm like, what is wait, above board referencing? Sorry. I've this. I've never heard this reference before. You've never heard what? like, you're above board, but what? like public. 
Above what like board? Keep it out we, in the what, open. What figurative like, board are just, we talking I'm just, about? Just a, this, that's a, like some metaphor. This is like it's open. You can anyone can access it. There's no like secrecy. It's not like oh, so it's not hidden under the boards. It's not hidden under the board. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Telltale heart. No, no, under no, the board. no cheating. All right, see, it's not hidden under the board. All right. If we would have said hidden under the, uh, not hidden under the boards, it would have made sense. <laughs> don't hide don't, your stuff under the boards. See, I would have known don't. exactly. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Speaking of that, we should do a podcast on Edgar Allan Poe. That guy's fucking rad. <laughs> Noted. So listen to this part. I'm, I'm scrolling through the offering thing here. I'm going to read this to you. If the offering size were to be less than $5 million and above the $1 million minimum, uh, to the Stars Academy would adjust its use of proceeds by reducing planned growth of employee headcount, reducing operational costs, and slowing down projects or not making investment in projects. The company is also required under the loan to Two Dogs to repay 10% of net proceeds <laughs> from the funds raised in this offering up to $400,000 in this scenario. So, if, What? Okay, <laughs> so basically what that means is oh, if, if the, they can't crowdsource $5 million... Basically, he's not required to pay any money to do the research that he's saying. He'll collect four hundred thousand dollars because of the net proceeds have to be paid out to his his other company, R Two Dogs Inc. He'll get a hundred thousand dollars for his salary, and then he'll run the company at bare bones, at like at Skeleton Crew. So disheartening, man. It's so disheartening because like when you first see the team below him, when he's like working with these guys. You're like, man, these are like, these seem like a group of people who would probably know how to build some stuff, fucking spaceship or something. And then you hear all okay. that, and you're like, do you want to go through? Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's go through a few of the people that he has. So he's got this guy Jim Sullivan, and he was pretty much a senior member of the CIA, and since retirement, he's been a consultant for the CIA. So what's like, it? What's his name? Jim. Uh, oh, sorry, Jim Semivan. Okay. Semivan. All right. I'll. You want me to tell you what his Hit K. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Just tear it down. Tear it down. Tear it all fucking down. Tear it down. Okay, so uh, as you list these people, because in the offering they're legally obliged to say what these people's, they're part of their company is. So president, chief, and executive officer is Tom DeLong. He's one of three full-time employees. Only three full-time employees of this of his, this huge venture of his. There's only three full-time employees. <laughs> the second full-time employee, the chief content officer, is Carrie DeLong. <laughs> <laughs> and the third full-time employee of To The Stars is Lisa Clifford, the secretary. Wow. <laughs> and Tom DeLong's personal assistant. Pro probably cousin. James Semivan is vice president of operations. Does he work for the company? No, he's a fucking contractor. <laughs> they're paying him to be this. They're just paying him to have his face come in to do this for to say these things. Yeah. Like he has he has no ties to the company. He's just a contractor they're bringing in. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. Next next guy, vice president of science and technology, Doctor Hal Putoff or Putoff. Oh, old Harold Putoff, eh? <laughs> also. Contractor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's got such a cool fucking background. Yeah. And CEO let me get to Earth, the next guy. C CEO of Earth Tech International. Whatever that, I don't know what that is, but sounds cool. 
Are you going with Steve Justice? Um, aerospace Steve division, Just- aer- aerospace division engineer. Steve Justice isn't even listed on their offering, which makes me think that he's pretty, either pretty recent. He's or uh, no longer with the company. He's he or was no he, longer with them. He, was, he didn't get his fucking uh, to the stars T-shirt, and he was out. Well, I'm on their web, their real their website right now is listing him on the front page of the the team portion. He is a retired program director for advanced systems from Lockheed Martin Advanced Development Programs, Skunk Works. <laughs> mm. I guess he's not. Really, he's probably he's not on he's not on the payroll though. But he's got his name on the website. Then you got Luis Elizondo, director of global security and special programs. And he was a he's a recently retired U.S. Army uh, working in the U.S. Army in the Department of Defense, and he also worked in counterintelligence as or as a executive in counterintelligence and director of national intelligence as a former special agent in charge. He's conducted highly super sensitive espionage and terrorism investigations around the world. He's he's on their website. I wonder if he knows he's on their website. He, that was one of the guys. <laughs> no, he was one of the guys who was on stage with him. Oh shit. So like these guys, like maybe they're just fucking Blink One Eighty Two fans. They're like, oh fuck, I might, love them that might have been what it was. It. I can't hope. Of course, <laughs> Tom Long. These guys are old. These guys are way older though. These are all retired guys. You never know. No one like they're all punks at heart. You never know. They're sex. Buddy, if sex Tom DeLong fans, called me up, was like, "Hey, listen, man, I need you to come on stage with me, talk about some bullshit." Give me ten grand. Not even. I'll do it for free, Tom. I love you, or used to. Yeah, and then the, man, you keep going down the list, like Christopher Mellon, private private equity and equity investor. And you're like, oh, he got some good big money behind him. Oh, I saw I saw his name there somewhere. I was like, oh, he's got BA, BA of economics. He's got all this good stuff. He's a great intelligence officer. Like, sweet. Hold on. Oh, oh, my goodness. My goodness. Hold on. I got to pull up a calculator here to figure out a math on this ridiculous thing here I just read. Hold it's going to take a while. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, want to take on. a pause? This doesn't have enough fingers. No, I, I don't have enough fingers. <laughs> this is more than 10. Take your socks off, bud. Start counting yeah, toes. Yeah, more fingers and toes. 18. So one share is worth $5. See, as Braden's huh. doing this math, like you see the beautiful mind, all the fucking numbers and shit are all fucking <laughs> just whizzing across yeah, his yeah, head. Fucking Sherlock music's playing. It's not even numbers. It's like little stick figures of people. Get the fuck out of here. There's no way. Okay, I got to go back to this page. It's it's in the offering. It tells the shares how they break down so far of who owns what shares. Right? Um... 1,800 shares. Okay. So at $5 a share, you can buy shares for $500 or $5 each per share. Right? Right. Right. That's fine. So $500 a share. No, $5 a share. Did we say $5? $5 a share. $5 a share. Oh, sorry. $5 is one share. So I go eight. Okay. So then $5 is one share. So if you owned. Yeah. Okay. So 18,000. Hundred shares times five. Okay, Mother, James James Semivan James Semivan who we were just talking about. Yeah, he, he's only put nine thousand dollars into this company. He put nine thousand in. That's it. What's his? That's what's, still more than I thought he would have. To what's be what's with his guaranteed ROI? Like ROI. 
Does it say how much he's how much he's supposed to get back? I don't. I can't see it on this, but. <laughs> Between him and Harold E. Putoff, they've only put in eighteen thousand dollars. Wow, that's it. That costs less <laughs> less than the music studio here. Well, let's say let's <laughs> say you put say this. You put your name. Tom's comes up to you and he says, "Hey, put your name on this, right? Like I'll um I'll give you you give me eighteen thousand dollars, but I'm gonna get a hundred thousand dollars in royalty from this crowd funding thing, and I'll I'll give you." I'll give you 20 G's cash cover your initial investment. Right. <laughs> right. Like you do whatever you fucking want. Anyways. Okay. Well, scam, yeah, man, I want to start. Let's start something like this. <laughs> you guys, yeah, we're, not rock star, we're not rock stars. We don't, you know what I mean? We get, yeah, it's true. We don't have any pull. You guys just oh. give us money. Everyone donate $5 <laughs> a share and we'll promise to build you a spaceship. That's pretty much what's happened here. Sally's a carpenter. You can do it. <laughs> I can build, hey, I can build a great, great wooden spaceship. Yeah. Great, great wooden spaceship coming up, boys. He just like, it's made of cardboard with like little like desk <laughs> chairs he found at the dump and brains and like one of those little like 1930s aviation caps and cockles. You're like, put on this helmet. You'll need this. <laughs> you'll need it. <laughs> silver suits and helmets, man. That's all yeah. you got. Oh, yeah. We got silver suits. It'll work, right? We just, we'll just get some spandex silver suits. and then I'll fucking manual. land, hit my head. I'll be seeing Gimli, the Travelocity <laughs> gnome. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, yeah, we fucking pretty much just crushed some UFO hope tonight, but it is. It was disappointing. Hey, no, that's for a good cause. That is Tom Delage. There's probably a lot of people who are like, Yeah, that's a good thing. And like, no, no, it's not. No, like, okay, with <laughs> unacknowledged, there's a lot of cool interviews and a lot of things with astronauts it, that you like. Is, it that's... is a fun watch. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I don't think the documentary is so much about UFOs that it's more about like the the culture of secrecy in the United States, the way that the yeah. government works and how the, the, that there are forces inside the government that are shaping the way that policy is made. And if you look at a lot of the things now today, um, like if you make the connections that like, it, even, I mean, I think it reaches as far as the, the, the net neutrality. Like if you, you can make the connection there. Like there are people who want to control it's that's another way for these big companies to control media, to control media outlet, because the Internet was like one of the few places where you could you could put out ideas out there. And even if they're weird as whatever, nobody really can say anything. But now these companies that are pretty much the, the Internet companies that are deregulated. Now they have no oversight, and even if you think government is bad, it's not as bad as that there's no government oversight because that's what net net neutrality. One of the bills, the inside the bill was that they could regulate internet as a uh, as a utility. It was something that was like water. It was something like you know uh, electricity, and the, the companies couldn't change that and the, like their services and things like that. But now they can. And now they can they they can charge you or slow down your access to sites that they don't want you to see or that the people who are in charge don't want you to see. And there's a lot of stuff that might fall on the wayside and you won't be able to get access to, you know, without having to pay more. Yeah, I hope I hope I hope it doesn't I hope it just stays the same because it got voted. It got voted for. In Congress, right? Well, it can still just, be. It can still yeah, be a, a you guys appeal. will be fine. Canada will be Canada fine for a while. You guys, yeah. you guys will be okay. Um, but it's the U.S. This is like if this is. I mean, yeah, it's still tied up. Like there's still some stuff. Like the things are still tied up. Might be get tied up in the courts and things like that. 
But if this passes, like this is a big step into, I mean, this basically is a deregulation bill and deregulation for companies is usually almost always bad. Someone always just, you just make, they just make more money. There's no, like, there's no, you know, nothing passes that makes people less money ever. Yeah. It, you, these internet, these companies, they didn't spend $61 million on this bill for nothing. Yeah. They're, they're, they want that cash. They want your, they want your internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. That, that's a whole other topic, but that is pretty yeah. fucking. We also need to speak like next time we, we should, we should do real news too. <laughs> other than space news. And really? fucking Trump, what the fuck? Like, what do you what do you honestly think you're gonna accomplish by just walking in and be like, yeah, you know what, Jerusalem, it's the new capital, of Israel, suck it. Oh, that's a whole other Holy thing. Holy fuck! Well, that's that, that so... goes to just show there's 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 money in war, and what do you think he's doing by yeah. walking in there and fucking pissing on them like that? That's, like, that's, that's a whole that's a whole fucking can of worms. Fucking there, craziness! Yeah. Like that's. Ugh. Well, he's the first. It's just like so many people could have done it in the past, because it's been like that way for like Jerusalem's been the capital of Israel for fifty years. They they said it, but no one's recognized it, right? Well, and now it's just like he's the first. He's like, okay, we're gonna move our stuff there. It's the capital. Uh, and I've like, got like no! a whole, there's a whole article. There's it's a whole crazy. article of like the perpetuating of like the Gaza and the West Bank as like a basically just an open air prison. So it is just dumped fucking like, gasoline and through a match. Yeah, it's just oh, – that's just – over there is just so different. Well, it it's just, crazy. It's already as destabilized as fucking possible, and then you just went in there and made things worse. Like, it's, a, what, hey, it's, oh, a, it's a 50-year somebody's war. Somebody's making money. Well, it's people so, making bombs are making money. Well, we fund – well, the the states backs all – they give all the weapons to Israel, right? So Israel's now got to beef up their defenses. Oh, fuck. The U.S. is always – like we are always going to be perpetually screwed over there as long as we don't because uh, like I said like most if you if you read a lot of the academic articles and stuff about what people have seen over in like those West Bank settlements and things like that in the Gaza Strip it's terrible and they're like this is it, the 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 US is basically encouraging you know we we don't measure the our, our the way that the United States measures like the human rights that these people have these people in the West Bank, they're basically they they are ruled over by Israel. I'm not I'm not going super nutso, but I'm like I'm just saying that they the way the policy is drawn up is that these people are not officially citizens. They're not Israelis, and they're not considered citizens on their own. They they almost have no self autonomy. They have no self governance. It's basically just prison. Like they're all just kept there, and that the. Israel is constantly trying to set up settlements inside, and most of these settlements, uh, they're like they would work well if they worked in areas that were not predominantly uh, Palestinian. That these people were already, but a lot of these people who go into these settlements are are super religious, and they put their settlements right in the middle of like the historically important parts of the Gaza Strip, West Bank, and things like that, and it automatically creates a an atmosphere of like harassment, and it just it keeps things going, yeah. and that that Israel is. Happy to see that happen. I think it's, it's and, one of the, that's one of the topics I think we should bring on an expert who like really researched because it's so yeah it's I got, so insane. I got over it's real tied up. You got someone? There. It's, yeah. There's a lot. Of guy, a buddy of mine I used to work with in Caramia is he's, he's working in Van now. He's he's gone down the rabbit he's hole. He's got fucking all these crazy fake names and he's always on uh, let's Twitter. Get, let's get him on he's, because he's got a couple like he uh, used to volunteer out in the Gaza Strip and stuff like that as a medic and yeah, he's got some really first, good he's got some really good friends that are still there still working and he gets the inside scoop 
crazy. Yeah. He'd be cool to have on. Does he, for does sure. he have anything? Does he have anything hidden under the boards? Oh yeah, <laughs> lots. Too much probably. Okay, let's uh. I let's wrap this one up. We got to get some after yep. hours business. Okay, let's read some uh, podcast reviews because we've been a few. Ooh, yeah. so we've got a, Ten we got four. A, my phone died, so it's all oh, you know. I had it's all me. Too. I was gonna say we should read like five, but I don't, don't want to read five. No. Okay, I'll, I'll read a few because we, I think we got like six or seven that we can read. So we'll save some. Here, for I the got next one, one up right now. Do you? Yeah. I really like listening to that Andrew guy's voice. It's really sexy, and he's really intelligent. And uh, just want to say thank you to him for being part of the podcast. Fake Holy ma- fuck! Was that was that written by Mister Colonna? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hear that, Tron? You should write me a fucking review just just for your boy. I'd like that. <laughs> I don't get the joke, but it sounds funny. My, you don't know, you know my buddy Tyrone. Mr. Don't you? T- I don't know Mister Colonna. Though. That's his fucking that, handle. That's, that's oh, guy's okay. fucking Instagram famous. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, he's getting a shout out. He's gonna love it. But yeah. there you go. And he's Mr. Colonna, one of my best friends, and he, he, I've been telling him to listen to the podcast for fucking ever. And he, no, no, I'm fucking nerds, nerds. You know what I mean? Just wants nothing to do with it. Nerds. Guy fucking listens to his first podcast. It doesn't even make it through. I'm getting fucking forty five text messages. Well, what do you think when you were talking about this, man? Like, wh- wh- what happened there? <laughs> and I'm fucking like, we did that a year ago, man. I don't even remember talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's cool. I'm glad. That's Love funny. you, buddy. I'm glad you're a fan. All right, there you go. Big shout out for uh, Tron, Mr. Kelowna. Mr. Kelowna, yeah. Okay, we got uh, some reviews here. I'll read a couple. This one's just, hey, five stars from Thebo19 from USA. You guys make my girlfriend hate me. <laughs> Good show, though. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Neat. Okay, mm-hmm. another review. Fun, but gets lost at times. Well. Oh. That, that sums it up. Say it, gave, how many stars did we, we get? He still gave five stars. We have, oh. we have laser focus on this yeah. show. I don't know what this they're is from, talking about. From Flowios from USA. I heard about the show on Hysteria 51. Another great podcast. Check it out. Uh, glad I did. It's fun. You guys ramble on a lot, though, and get off topic. <laughs> but it's usually fun, and I don't mind, except for Mr. Conspiracy. <laughs> this is great. No. He is a mouth breather and brings the show down. I vote ditch him for good. <laughs> Uh, ditch him for good oh man he gave five stars though so he gets red he likes it cry okay i'll I'll do one more and then we'll save the rest for the next podcast ronald mcponald five stars usa that's a good name y2 carl 26 i love this crew and these guys are hilarious informed and also full of shit i think he meant shit he put beep and quit and brackets but i'm gonna say shit full of shit we are definitely full of oh, shit. You can, oh you can't swear in the reviews that's right you can't swear in the reviews i mean beer from the canadian accents to the beer recommendations to the crazy but compelling theories att has it all in the bag for me a l nasty sharp tarp have en- entered my lexicon yeah which makes people <laughs> think i'm insane <laughs> enjoy the ride and keep your eyes on the skies awesome that was a good cool. one. That was great. That was funny. Yeah, I like that. That was some good reviews there. Fucking right. Wow. I don't know. Thanks, guys. I take, I take anything five stars, a good review. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a couple of low star rankings. Maybe we'll read them on After Hours. Yeah, I'd oh, like to. I don't hear them. Some people are just... Hilarious. So, social justice warriors. Fuck them. <clears throat> we said one thing. I'll just tell right now because it's kind of funny. One time Dan said uh, Russia and America are going to Eiffel Tower China. 
as like a, <laughs> as, a <laughs> joke, as a joke kind of and someone called us out on it kind of and pit, <laughs> they call us racist the french they call us racist Wait, how is that racist i don't know they just call us racist i was Aren't like you asian that's i don't that's think not, i don't, I don't think they got that race i don't think Dan asian they Aren't didn't get some that, type of asian no he's in asia Oh, that makes sense. They actually said that it was a negative review. It wasn't in iTunes. It was, it was in actually, uh, I think it was in um, Stitcher or something. It was. This because <laughs> the, the guy from South Southeast Asia doesn't mean he can be racist to Asian people. When he said USA and um, Russia got Eiffel Tower, China, I thought it was racist. And I was like, I don't think you got what How he is meant. How is it racist? <laughs> I was like, I don't think he got what he meant. I don't. No, that is not. I can't. I don't think he knows what racist means. No, I just, some, some people <laughs> hear a thing and because they're like, is he is he implying that I, I think, that, that, or is he saying that I am implying that because they're an Asian country, they have they they perform somewhat strange, not, I guess non non that they want to get pig roasted is sex that what acts to say? like like <laughs> no that's uh, no. <laughs> Those are pretty much the only negative reviews we get when people are like, just don't get what we mean or the humor behind it. So, misunderstanding. I understand. I forgive him. Anyways, I think uh, we should we should Eiffel Tower his China loving ass. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gotta end the podcast now. <laughs> Uh, I think it was, you should keep that one under the fucking boards. I think right. I actually think it was a girl. So oh, okay. uh, does that oh, make no, cool? not sexist. Now it's sexist. All right, now you're getting it uh, sexist. I mean, I guess Let's I put apologize. this entire fucking podcast under the boards. It's time to sign out. This is gonna. This is we after got, hours. We got to get rid of this one. Yeah. 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 If that's a girl, I take back that yes. whole Eiffel Tower comment. In this landscape of sexual assault, I don't want to. <laughs> if it was yeah, a man, it, that's fine. It could be. It could be a, a homosexual sex act, like. Eiffel Tower is not just, you I know. Think this is where they mean when figures. we get lost. I think this is, <laughs> I think, this is, I think, like, this is when we get lost. We're slowly just dropping stars. <laughs> Every comment, All right. stars are just let's, dropping. Uh, let's, let's end this one before we get too many one-star oh, reviews. Yeah. Um, <laughs> find us everywhere, Twitter. Uh, support us on Patreon, um, Instagram. And we're everywhere. Look us up. Hashtag look us up. Um, yeah, for, patr- as always, for Patreon, we're going, uh, we're talking about our Dungeons and Dragons characters, and it's gonna be fun. That's all I gotta say. And <laughs> as always, live long and prolapse. <laughs>